prepare, brother. Let's pray. Father, I thank you this morning for the hand of the Lord, the anointing of God upon me to proclaim what you give me today. I thank you that this day the Spirit of God will work diligently through me and everyone that hears the sound of my voice, the Spirit of God will work with them and unveil these truths to them. And they'll leave here changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians, the second chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> this morning I want to talk to you just about you being a believer. You know, a lot of people's trying to believe God for this and believe God for that and don't understand they already one of those. Well, I'm trying to believe. Well, you done missed it. You already been made a believer. You're qualified by the faith of the living God in you. See, praise God. In Mark 16, 15th verse, we call it the Great Commission to every believer. He said, These signs shall follow them that believe. One translation, or most of the Greek says, to, These signs follow the believing ones. It'll follow the believing ones. He's made you a believer. Well, what does it say they'll do? Mark 16 and 17th verse, he said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. You understand that? The believer, signs will follow. It didn't say you'll follow signs everywhere. I heard of something happening over here, and I go over here, and I heard of something happening in Florida, and I run to there, and I go to Toronto. He didn't say you follow signs around. He said signs are to follow you. Well, blessed be God. Let me ask you a question. Is any signs following you? How many blind people have you got healed? Huh? It should never be. Church should never be a one-man show. Well, my preacher, boy, my preacher's a hot shot. Boy, he can preach. Boy, he, he got anointing. Boy, he's got this and he's got that. That ain't right. Are you listening to me? There should be no difference in me and you except that I've got an extra burden, that is, to teach you. That's all. That's all. You should have as many signs following you as your preacher. Really, you ought to have more. You're out there among them all the time. You're among people out there. Do you know Jesus never healed a Christian? He never got a Christian delivered from devils. Do you know that? Well, how, how do folks get saved? How, because he left that to you. He said, now. He said, now you go. You go. See, there was no Christians till Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. He was the firstborn out of many brethren. Hallelujah. The new birth, being saved, was not available till the resurrection. How come? Because it said, you'll believe in your heart and say with your mouth that God raised him from the dead. Without the resurrection, we ain't got nothing. Amen. We got a man went to a cross and, and, and all the sin of the world was put on him. If all he did was go to a cross, that would have been the end of this Christianity business. But he didn't just die on a cross. He descended into the prison house of suffering, stayed in there, uh, as Jonas said, three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. He was three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. But he was raised victorious over death, hell, the devil, 
every failure, every sin was taken care of. Do you know God, it don't worry God and bother God about sin now. He sent one who handled sin. You say, well, I'll just do anything I want to. Well, you going to anyway. I don't know anybody that ain't. But let me tell you something. Kind of like a fellow asked me. Before I got saved, see, I used to drink a lot, clown, do everything in the world. But let me tell you, a fellow asked me, he said, you ever, you ever take a drink now? I said, man, I drink all I want to now. He won't join the church. My God, yeah. Well, when can you join? You know, I need a fifth now, you know. I said, I drink all I want to. I just don't want to. It don't cross my mind. Well, maybe I can slip off down strong. Won't no one see me and I'll get me a little half pint. It don't cross my mind. Why? Because I got something else in me. Hallelujah. Do you know what salvation is? It makes you want to live right. It makes you. I believe what God done in the new birth is greater than any pull of sin on us. Amen. Amen. Folks are always going back and backsliding and all that. They think what they're doing out there is better than what's happening in the kingdom of God. You know why? Because they ain't never seen nothing out of the kingdom of God. Most folks ain't never seen a blind man get healed. Most folks have never seen a cerebral palsy victim healed. Most folks have never seen a man deformed and his leg grow out right before the whole lot. A lot of people ain't never seen that. Never seen that. Christianity is made for miracles. It started in a miracle of the resurrection and it's still miraculous. This thing we have, bless God, it is to reveal the sons of Almighty God to the world. Romans 8, 19 said, The whole world's waiting for a glimpse of the sons of God. They'd like to see one. That's written about in the Bible. Amen? You know, most, most religious people, they won't read the book of Acts, too many miracles in there. See? They talked in tongues. They had miracles, all kind of stuff, all through there. They call it the Acts of the Apostles. Well, that's a lie. It was the Acts of the early church. Is more believers done stuff than it was the apostles. Amen. Old boy named Ananias, he was just a member of the church. God said, Ananias, he said, here I am, here am I, Lord, I hear you. He said, go over there to the street called Straight, and I got an old boy over there named Saul. Lord, I done heard about that fellow. I won't go over there. I said, he done been throwing them in the jail. He's been throwing them to the lines. He's been doing all them Christians. I said, go over there and lay hands on him that he might receive his sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Wouldn't you like to have been Ananias that laid hands on the apostle Paul? My God, what one man did. What if he hadn't gone? What if he had to go through 40 other people before he got to one that obeyed? Huh? We ought to be sitting on ready. Sitting on ready. You ever woke up in the morning and, you, and you've been thinking all night on some old boy over there that's in trouble? That needs some help? That needs someone, if nothing else, just put your arms around him. Just tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much God loves him. Yeah, but what will he think? I don't care what he thinks. i tell you what he'll think. Think, how come you come seeing me? Here I am, been drunk three months. Here I am, me and my wife ain't getting along. My kids won't even come see me. What'd you come see me? Come tell you about Jesus Christ. 
how much he loves you. Well, what's wrong with you? You know, I seen the Lord heal a fellow one time. His back was broke and he was in sin. Well, I don't believe that. I know you don't because you're too religious. Religious don't, religion don't believe Jesus. They got to fit you into their mold. How is that? Well, you got to have your hair just right and your dress got to drag. A lot of folks won't let you put no makeup on. Let me tell you something. I teach on makeup and wish I had a course on how to get it on you. Hallelujah. I believe a lot of folks need all the help they can get. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You know, in the Old Testament and the temple of God, how many of you know you're the temple of God? In the temple of God and the Old Covenant, oh, we got a better covenant established on better promise. I mean, they had all kind of colors. Man, this tabernacle they had had red, blue, purple, turquoise, every color in the world. Praise God. I mean, dressed up. Well, at least God wants this temple paint. He don't want just some siding on it. He wants some good paint on it. Hallelujah. 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 So, we are believers. Every believer should have a current testimony. When I first come around Pentecostal people, uh, uh, they, uh, you know, they found out I got the Holy Ghost, and well, all them Pentecost folk wanted to come visit their church. And I'd go visit, and they all had a testimony, had testimony meeting every Sunday night. But I got to notice, here it is, 1976, and they still talking about, oh, back in 29 when I got the Holy Ghost. Back in 31, I got the Holy Ghost. Oh, my. And this man, they'd go to dancing about what happened back in 39. And didn't nobody have a current testimony. Man, the first month that I got saved, I was going to Maryville Hill Chapel. I mean, we didn't, we didn't know nothing about the supernatural power of God, nothing like that, but we did know the new birth. The first month I was saved, I got 125 people born again. 125. That's over four a day. A lot of days I'd get 10 or 15 saved. Man, I'd, I'd walk down the street. In 76, I'd walk down the street in El Dorado. And, 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 and folks say, Son, what's happened to you? I heard about something. Come in, let me tell you. Richest man in this town, his brother-in-law. His name was Meredith Walker. Uh, uh, Meredith said, Buzzy, what? I heard something. I said, sit down. We sat down on the curb up, up, uptown right across from Morrison Company up there, women's dress show, sat on the curb and prayed with him to get saved. Hallelujah. I mean, you got opportunity. It's folks out there looking for a son of God. Do you know the whole world's waiting on seeing one of us? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you remember when, how excited you was when you first got saved and you had goosebumps on your goosebumps? Amen. A lot of folks got the Holy Ghost, got talking in tongues. Man had hot flashes, every kind of thing in the world. Most of them thought it was just to change your life or something, you know. Amen. I mean, you got the supernatural power of Almighty God. You shall receive dudamus, dynamite power, after that the Holy Ghost comes on you. See, when you get born again, that's a, a, a work of the Holy Ghost. You know the Holy Ghost right then. Amen. Jesus breathed on his side and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Well, did they receive it? Sure, they got born again. But he told them, Go wait in Jerusalem. He said, I'm going to put something else on you. What? 
I'm going to put the power of God on you, Acts 1-8, and you're going to be a witness unto me. You're going to have evidence in your life that God is alive, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not some little fairy tale that we tell in the, in the Bible. That Adam and Eve are a correct description of exactly what God has done. Amen? It ain't like, you know, they make cartoons out of I hate to see them cartoons out of the Bible. They put the, I believe I'd rather watch Bugs Bunny than I had most of them cartoons, them religious cartoons. Amen. Say, well, I wouldn't say that. Well, I will. I ain't too religious. I ain't real religious. Praise God. So he said, these signs shall follow you. Is signs following you? Are you following them? You need to have... You have you need to have a current testimony of what, if it ain't nothing, but I brought someone to church. Hallelujah, and they got born again. I brought someone to church, and they got set free. I brought someone to church. Uh, you know, if you, you don't have to bring them to church. Do you know what? The church is not a place for people to get saved. The church ain't no place for people to get saved. My job here is to teach you. My job is to equip you, tell you who God's made you. Why? That you can tell them out there. You over there on your job, I, ain't, I don't go to your job with you. I don't go to Walmart with you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when I die, I told them to cremate me and sprinkle me all over Walmart. Just, all over, just sprinkle my ass all over Walmart where I'll be sure my wife comes visit me after I'm gone. <laughs> because I know she's going to Walmart. Hallelujah. There in Pecanland Mall in Monroe. <laughs> Mayor down there at Monroe called me the other day and said, I just want to thank you. I said, for what? He said, your wife's helped keep the economy up down here in Monroe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So a believer, that's who we are, folks. That's who we are. You know, someone said, well, you'll crack a joke or you lie to say, no. I may crack one because I'm happy, folks. Amen. I'm the happiest. I'm as happy as a man that is that has good sense. Amen. I stay, I, you can ask my wife. I don't get up and I say, well, I got to have three cups of coffee and a good dip of snuff and I may talk to you about 10 o'clock. No, I get up running. I get up happy. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to get happy. I get up happy. I'm going 100 miles an hour when I hit the ground. Amen. First thing I do, I get up and pat my little dog. Hallelujah. And he jumps up and down. Hallelujah. I don't pat my wife because she, she has to have three cups of coffee and, dips, and a big dip of snuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are believers. We are equipped by Almighty God. Did you find Ephesians? The second chapter, the 10th verse. We are God's creation. Hallelujah. We're God's handiwork. 2.10. We are the His, almighty God's workmanship. How? Created in Christ Jesus. For what? Under good works. 
Not that you'd work for your salvation. Not that you'd work for your righteousness. Not that you'd work and please God. Do you know the minute you got born again, you were well pleasing to God? Well, I'm trying to please God. I'm trying to do the best I can. Well, just forget all that. Jesus has made you well pleasing. Hebrews, the 13th chapter and 21st verse talks about it. Now unto him that's able to make you well pleasing. Jude, over in Jude, the 24th verse, he said unto him that's able to keep you from falling. Well, I'm trying to stay saved. Well, you done missed it too. He's going to keep you. Don't worry about that. Hallelujah. Your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Praise God. So he said, we are his workmanship. One translation said, we're God's product. You're produced by God. The new birth is all produced by God. Do you believe that anybody, including yourself, can add one thing to what Jesus has done and make you better. Well, if I try to do good, well, you ought to try to do good. Well, I'm trying to do the best I can. You know, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Well, you ain't going to mount nothing. You need to go to some religious church because if you go around here, you'll get hurt. Amen? You play them games, you'll get hurt. This, this is standing up being a man. You know, Christianity was not made for weaklings. It was not made for... See, we got a picture of some preacher. He looks like Don Knotts or Wally Cox. Got his collar turned around backwards. Oh, well, come to my church. No, we've got a, bunch, a picture of Christianity, a bunch of whims. You know what Christianity's for? To make a bunch of weaklings strong in the Lord to make some wimps men, praise God. You know what a man will do? He'll take the rightful head of his house and be an example of the love of Almighty God. Be an example to his children. Be an example of what God can do. Amen. Understanding who God's made him. Whole world's waiting on to see one of them. Well, we're going to produce one of them. How? Teach them what they already are. See, you can't go past your thinking. If you think you old sinner saved by grace, well, you are. Well, you think, well, I'm just a no account. I ain't nothing. You ever heard folks say, well, I ain't nothing. Don't look on me. You know what the early church said? Look on us. We got something. What you got? Such as I have, give I thee. Uh, right off the bat, third chapter of Acts and the fourth verse, he says, look on us. This crippled man, been crippled from his mother's womb, looked up. Said, look on us. Said, such as I have, give I. You know you can't give something to somebody you ain't got? Amen. Well, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying. Well, I won't work. Do it. I seen a sign on church the other day. Try Jesus. If you don't like him, something else. I don't know. I guess you can guess you can eat hog meat or something if you don't like him. Amen. This ain't no trying deal, man. When I met Jesus Christ, 1976, the 10th day of July at 9.30 on a Wednesday morning, I ain't never backed up. I got to finding out who I was. I knew something happened to me on the inside. I knew something happened. Hallelujah. When I got saved, I turned white on the inside, just like I drank a bottle of white shoe polish. Something happened to me, and I knew it. 
and I began to study what happened to me. You know, folks would tell me, said, well, you got converted like Uncle Ben's rice or something. Well, you got converted. Well, good for you. No, I didn't get converted. One fellow told me, said, well, it's about time I turned a leaf over. I thought, you redneck, talking about turning leaves over. And turn no leave over. Man, I'm a new creation. I don't even think like I did. Man, I can't I walk around all day thinking about Jesus. I walk around, man, this is so good. I'm telling you, I had goosebumps on my goosebumps. Amen. Then I got the Holy Ghost. Man, I thought I thought the Holy Ghost was head of God's goosebump department. Man, I had them just all over me. Everywhere I'd walk, I, I looking for someone, bless God, I can tell them about this. They asked Smith, Smith Wigglesworth. How are you going to keep this joy? Every time I see you, you're full of joy. You're full of joy. He said, how do you keep it all the time? He said, you got to give it away to keep it. You got to give it away. You got to give this stuff away. You got to give it to somebody. This stuff ain't to hoard up. Amen. Do you know he said, you're a transmitter of the life and nature of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. In Genesis 1, 26, God said, you know, he said, let us make this, make this, make this after their kind, after they, and they'll reproduce after their kind. He said, let us make man after our kind, after our species. Let's make them in our image and in our likeness. Do you know God has equipped you to do the works that he wants done here in this earth? What are the works of Jesus? He gets folks born again. Number one, go ye into all the world. Preach this good news. Tell somebody. How long since you gave some of it away? Hallelujah. This thing ain't for us just to hoard it up. The biggest desire I have in my heart is take some of you and get you so full of the Word of God you can go preach somewhere. Wouldn't nothing please me anymore than send someone to pastor a church somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're a God product. Amen. Equipped. How many of you know God equipped you? You can't get no better equipment than that. Amen. To do what? To reveal Jesus Christ here in the earth. In 1 John 4, 17, he said, As Jesus is, as He is, so are you in this world. How many know He's the vine, you are the branch? Whatever's in Him's in you. Colossians 2, 9, 10 said, In Him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and by your union with Him, you're filled with whatever He's filled with. Well, I ain't nothing. You know, that's what most Christians think. Well, I ain't nothing. Well, I'm trying to be pleasing. Always trying something. Always doing something. Trying to get God's... Uh, 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 that, that he'd be pleasing with you or get God's approval. God has already approved you. If he don't like what you are, he ain't got nobody to blame but himself. You were created by God. You are a God product. One translation said you, you're God's work of art. You know, when, he, when you was born again, they put on you a blue ribbon. They said, God, you got the prize. Can't nobody top that. You're the tops. You're the best he's got. 
Hallelujah. Some of you have been here long enough. You ought to know exactly who God's made you. You ought to be ready. You ought to be sitting on ready. Anybody get sick, you ready to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, 1 Corinthians 12, 27 said, Now, didn't say one of these days, said, Now you are the body of Christ. You are the temple of Almighty God. You know, all of us quote John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Say, do you know you have that Son in you? Do you know you have God's life and nature? Do you know that we have a need in us to give this away? We have a need in us. Praise God. You know, he said in Romans 13, 8, said, don't owe no man anything but to love him. For God so loved the world. Do you know Romans 5, 5 said, the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Cotton Patch translation said, you have received a love transfusion. What kind? You can love folks just like God can. Why? Because you got God's love in you. You got God himself in you. Well, I don't know. I've just had all I can stand out of him. Well, you ain't walking in love. You walk in love a little while and see what happens. Amen. You give God something to work with. I've had a many woman come to my office. Can I talk to you, brother, son? What is it? I just don't love my husband no more. You don't? How come? Well, he don't ever do nothing for me. See, that's selfish. What have you done for him? How long since you sat down in his lap and said, Honey, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you making a living for me. I appreciate you being a good provider. I appreciate all you've done for me. Well, he don't ever do nothing much for me. Did he bring a paycheck? Yeah. Well, what does he do for you? Does he ever tell you he loves you? Oh, not unless I bring it up. Well, bring it up. Bring it up more. Huh? Hallelujah. Be thankful. Be kind. Be generous. This love of God is a giver. It's not a taker. What I can get for me and mine. How I can be promoted. How I can be blessed. Well, I like, I like to be treated right. Well, everybody does. You know how to have a friend? Oh, in Proverbs 18, he said, you want a friend, show yourself friendly. Well, don't nobody like me. lady told me not long ago, said nobody ever hardly speaks to me in church. I said, can't blame her. I don't blame her. I sure don't. I don't want to speak to you myself. You're a grouch. I don't want to hear all that. I ain't going to listen to it. Well, who am I going to tell it to? Are you going to find somebody to listen? Some ignorant Christian is going to sit around and listen to that? Are you listening to me? Amen. We're called, we're produced of God unto good works. Not working for anything God's already done, but working, doing the works of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he said, Oh, no man anything but to love him. You know, we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of Almighty God and his righteousness. And he said, The rest of this stuff will uh, be added unto you. Praise God. In Big John 3 3, Jesus told Nicodemus, He said, Nicky, said, Boy, you got to be born again. He's a religious fellow. He said, How am I going to be born again? He don't even know what's wrong with humanity. 
What's wrong with them heathens? They serving their father the devil. They don't know it. They don't know it. They think they're doing their own thing out there. You know people running and playing? You know a lot of people don't wake up till dark. Do you know that? They don't get started till dark. They can sleep all day long in the dark. They think uh, the world called them. I got to go. You couldn't take a, a come along and pull them back. Amen? How come? They think it's more fun out there. Do you know it's more fun out there than, than religion is? Religion wouldn't dare sing, get out in the boat. You believe that? You believe a religion? How many churches do you know that song, get out of the boat this morning? Huh? <laughs> About half shocks me sometimes, you know. Hallelujah. I'm getting used to it, but I, I, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. He lists them signs. Cast out devils. Lay hands on the sick. They'll recover. John 17 said, He that believeth on me. Jesus said, If you believe on me, out of your belly shall flow rivers of life-giving water. Living water. I looked up the word living, root word Z-O-E. Word living means out of your belly is going to flow a river of this living stuff. Out of you. Now let's do what? That word in the Greek, living, Z-A-O. It means a manifestation of divine power. What's going to flow out of you? A manifestation. Listen, God's one said that, not me. God said it'll happen through you. The whole world's waiting to see one of those. Amen? Amen. We count a fellow as a saint because he done something 2,000 years ago or 1,500 years ago. And we count John Wesley or, 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 or Dwight L. Moody or, or one here and one there and one here and I'm Wigglesworth, John G. Lake or Brother Hagin or, or somebody. We count them as some kind of, they ain't no higher than you are. See, God raised us up on a horizontal basis, not a vertical something. Well, I'm Jesus and God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost and the angel and here I am hanging on. No, it ain't one of them. He said he raised you up to sit together. He's the vine, you are the branch. Whatever's in God's in you. God wants His will carried out here in the earth just like it is in heaven. When He made this thing, He made a garden of Eden. He wanted that thing to spread all over the earth. You know that? He didn't want Him a little garden with His two little handfuls in there. No, He said replenish, supply this, spread it all. On a garden of Eden there in the earth. Hallelujah. They fail. See, that's why Jesus had to come. Because a man got us in trouble and another man, the Lord Jesus, got us out. How many know you ain't in trouble? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new species, a new kind of man. You ain't just some old saved sinner. Amen. See, the new birth demands, the new birth demands this of us. That we live outside ourselves, not just for ourselves. I live for them outside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I leave here going home. I live towards Strong, five and a half miles. And I'm looking. I pick up folks on the side of the road. I don't know how many I picked up and got them saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, set free. One boy, 
Worked down to the sawmill. I picked him up. I said, how come you ain't, ain't work? I said, I got drunk. Did. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to get him saved. That's what I'm going to do about it. Well, what if he don't live for God? That's God. I can't help that. My job ain't to come along, tie folks up, and bring them in this church. I know what's best for them, that they find out what we teach here. Amen. Amen. I don't know of a higher and a better revelation anywhere. If I did, I'd tell you where's that. Anybody knows me knows I'm telling the truth. Amen. I picked up a fellow. They call him Bird, you know, because he stays in the ozone all the time. Prayed with him. He went to crying. He asked Jesus in his heart. Hallelujah. Talked to his boss man. Said, I don't know what's happened to him. Said, he's making the best hand I got. Let me tell you something, folks. We ought to be the best man on the job. We ought to be blessing to our ever boss man, everyone we can. Amen. Hallelujah. I was praying one morning. The Lord told me, said, I want you to go down to the bank. Tell the president of the bank. Told me what to tell him. I went out nice bank of commerce. The president's door was open. I just walked in and sat down. He said, what you need? I said, I was praying this morning, and James, the Lord told me you're going to live and not die. He broke down and went to crying on his desk. Went to crying, and, it, you know, I said, you know, I don't know what he's crying about. He said, I went to the doctor yesterday, and the doctor told me I didn't have but two months to live. And that's been, that's been 20, over 25 years ago, and he's still living. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One word from God is better, better than all the psychiatrists in the world and everybody's diagnosing. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. So God don't want us just taking care of ourselves. He wants us demonstrating Himself. Turn with me while we're in Ephesians to the fourth chapter. Fourth chapter, 11th verse. Praise God. Ephesians 4.11 said he gave Jesus after he was raised from the dead. He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints, the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amplified Bible. Now listen to this. His intentions was the perfecting and fully equipping the saints. What is the fivefold ministry, the apostle, prophet. What's my job? Is to equip you. You know, people that all they preach every Sunday morning is getting you saved, something about salvation. A lot of people, all they teach is something. Most people take Spurgeon sermons and take, and whenever they start anywhere, they'll head to the cross. Well, I don't head to the cross. I head to the throne. Amen. We've been raised up. Now, our job is to equip you. Now, let's just... His intentions was for the perfecting and fully equipping the saints, His consecrated people, that we should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body, the church. First time I ever heard that preach, a young man, in his 20s, he was a hit man for the mafia, New York. He was in that prison up there in New York. Had 99 years. 21 years old. He got a hold of something about the new birth and white tongues, and he got 
he got to believe in God, got saved in the prison, and got out. In 18 months, he was out of prison. Had a 99-year sentence. Praise God. Went to Rhema Bible School. I don't know. A bunch of them up there found out about us out here. I was preaching in a little church out there, a little Methodist church on the Callian Highway. Quinn Methodist. We named it something else, Grace Chapel or something. Anyway, Lou preached on equipping the saints. He preached on that. Hallelujah. Some of them went next door. A fellow named Old Man Denton had a dog kennel. They went next door. They started right there going door to door. Hallelujah. Brought Old Man over there. He drank two pints, I mean two-fifths of wine every day of his life. I never did know him. I didn't ever know him when he was sober or, 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 or when he was drunk. I couldn't tell the difference. He never did stay sober. First thing you know, they done went over and got, got the old man saved. He started coming to church. Bless God. He died not long ago and went straight to heaven. Hallelujah. Snatched out of the jaws of hell. Amen. Hallelujah. What could be a greater thing than you walk before the Lord Jesus Christ? Said, man, I appreciate you go see him. He was gone. He was a goner. Nobody liked him. Nobody liked to be around him. Nobody, even his wife, all of them, everybody... Bless God, hallelujah, you got him saved. Well done, thou great, good, and faithful servant. Praise God. So my job, what is Equip the saints. Why? That they should do the work of ministry. Do you know you got a ministry? The believer has a ministry. Well, I'm called to preach. Well, what, you know I ain't never seen nobody call into the five-fold ministry a preacher or nothing else that didn't first start helping around the church and being a good witness. You know, a lot of folks think they, they, they call to preach. They want to go to seminary or something like that. Teach them how to preach. Amen. That ain't the way it works. One translation, listen to this, Berkeley. To make the saints fit. Do you know you're hearing something that will make you fit? For the task of ministering towards the building up of the body of Christ. Listen to this, gnarly. The common object of their labor, the fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, what's their job? The common object of their labor was to bring to Christian maturity to prepare them to do the work of God. See, that's your job. You know everything's supposed to reproduce after its own kind? Do you know preachers don't beget preachers? Preachers don't beget sheep. Sheep's supposed to reproduce. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Church is a place for believers to learn their skills in Christ. Most people ain't never laid hands on nobody. See, that's part of the doctrine of Christ. Hebrews 6, that's part of the doctrine of Christ. Laying on hands. Amen? Why? Oh, as a point of contact? No, that you might transmit something. How many of you know you got something in you? Amen. You got something that the world is waiting on. Praise God. See, my job is to teach you who God has, past tense, made you. Praise God. See, a mature Christian, a mature believer, he's inspired to help somebody else. He ain't always looking to get him something. Well... Brother Solon, I need this, and I need that, and I need this. 
Well, you need to find out what God's already done. He's unmet your every need. It's up your job to learn how to get them. Hallelujah. It's my job to teach you what you already have. You know, you can't believe for something that you don't know belongs to you. Well, I'm trying to get it. Well, you ain't going to get it. Does it belong to you? Well, I don't know. Well, you ain't going to get it by faith. Faith knows what belongs to them. Faith talks about what God's already past tense done for us. Amen. Who his own self bear our sin in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Mind to God, you already healed. Physically. Spiritually, you wasn't healed. You was born again. You're a brand new creation made by God himself. I mean, God's done turned you loose. He said, you're a believer, now go you. Sick them, sick them, boys. Sick them, get on them. Hallelujah, like a pit bulldog. Get on them, bless God, get him healed. Lay your hands on them. Amen. Preached out there in Alabama not long ago, last meeting I had out. Praise God. Pastor said, the doctor said, I'm gonna have to have a pacemaker put in my heart. How come? He said, my heart says beep, beep, and then it'll skip. And then it'll say beep, beep, beep. Said, the doctor said one of these days it's going to skip and it ain't going to start back up. I told him, I said, well, I, when I come out there, that'll be healed. Why, well, you, how are you going to tell? What are you? I'm God's representative. Do you know you're an ambassador for God? Are you speaking for God or speaking for something else? Amen. Huh? Amen. Hallelujah. Talk to him most every week. Says his heart's beating fine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because you've got something on the inside of you, folks. As long as you're looking at me or looking at this one or looking at somebody else, no, you need to look at me. I'm what God made me. I'm to transfer this life and nature of God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, a mature believer puts these truths into practice. Amen. You know, you don't know nothing until you practice it. All you've got is good teaching. You know it's called a legal side of this and a vital side. You know you can't live without your vitals. Huh? Christian lives off of giving this away. Legally, I'm telling you who you are. Legally, I'm telling you what belongs to you. Legally, I'm saying, telling you what, kind, what God's made you. Hallelujah. That's your legal side. But it ain't going to work for you if you put it in practice. Do you know that? You've got to give this away. You've got to tell somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when I first got saved, I'd walk down the street and everybody I'd see. Say, well, I'm too embarrassed. I know it because you don't know who you are. Well, I'm shy. You know, I'm just kind of a shy person. Yeah, well, get over it. Jesus ain't shy. He wants to reveal himself through you. Anybody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. James 1, 22. Hallelujah. He said, be ye a doer of the word and not a hearer is only deceiving your own self. Didn't say the devil deceived you or your wife or your uncle or nobody else said you deceived your own self. If you're not a doer of the word. 20th century translation said, put this message into practice or you'll deceive or delude yourself. I looked up the word delude there and it meant to mislead your mind. You got some wrong thinking. If you ain't a practice of the word, you ain't thinking right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Luke, the 10th chapter. 
Y'all getting anything out of this? Let me tell you something. Ain't no greater pleasure. There is not a greater pleasure in a Christian's life than to reproduce or get someone born again. And as a pastor, there's nothing greater than seeing one of his members get turned on to who they are and what he teaches. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the 10th chapter of the book of Luke, first verse. Now listen to me. Jesus taught on-job training. Do you know that? He didn't tell his disciples. Now listen to me. He didn't tell his disciples. Now, I'm just going to be with you three and a half years. Now, I'm going to teach you all this and teach you all this. And, and, and after I teach you three and a half years, I'm going to send you out. No, he'd teach them and send them right then. He taught and showed, taught and showed, taught and showed. There in Luke, the 10th chapter, the first verse. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70. Do you know he had 82 working for him one time? He had 82 disciples working for him. Also, and sent them two by two before the face of every city and place wherein he himself would come. And there, uh, therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he should send forth labors into the harvest. Then he said, Go ye, go your ways. Behold, I've sent you as lambs among wolves. Praise God. Look in the seventh. Or the ninth verse. He said, and. Now, he, now listen to me. These are men. These are disciples. Here is the twelve. Here is seventy more. At this time, they were not in your class. They were not even saved men, born again. Not until Jesus is raised from the dead can they be born again. Amen. So he said in the ninth verse, and heal the sick that are therein. Say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. How many of you know you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of Almighty God? You're in the kingdom right now. Hallelujah. Go tell them. How? Go demonstrate. See, Jesus said he went about preaching and showing. He didn't just preach. We got enough preachers to preach salvation, get the world saved 16,000 times over. You know that? But where's the show? He said he went about preaching and showing. See, heal the sick. Tell them the kingdom of God's at hand. Amen? Hallelujah. I used to just go up to the hospital and go room to room. Amen. I was getting more healed than the doctors was. They finally had me to quit coming. They asked me nice, said, well, uh, we don't mind, you, you, you know, coming. But, you know, uh, 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 sometimes these folks are too sick for prayer. Yeah. Now, that's ignorant, ain't it? You want to know something? That's ignorance gone to seed. Amen. I went up there. I, I left the hospital one day. lady said, Brother Son, yeah, black woman, trade with me when I had a grocery store. said, My mama's up there in the hospital. What's wrong with her? Said, well, they got her hooked up to the life support machine. Said she's not going to live. What's her name? Augie, yeah I, yeah, I know. She traded with me too. I said, well, I'll go up there. I went up there. I had her under the oxygen tent and all that. Life support. And I got up 
under there. And I said, Augie, and I had to holler loud, Augie! She's done about ready to cross over. Anyway, I had her to say Jesus. You know, the Bible said if you'll call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. This thing ain't hard to do. This ain't hard. I stopped a fellow on a garbage truck one day, and I hollered him, Come in, come in, come in here, sit down here. Hallelujah. Prayed with him to get saved. All I had him do was say Jesus. He left there squalling. Spirit of God came on him. I laid hands on Augie. I said, Now, Augie, you done got saved. I'm going to lay hands on you. Praise God, and you're going to be fine. So I didn't come back up there the next day, but the day after that, I come up there, and I went, went in the room, opened the door, and Augie ain't there. First thing crossed my mind, she died on me. And I'm looking around, and them nurses come over there from the station over there, five of them, come over there and said, you the one prayed for Augie? I said, why? I thought they were wanting to put me out of there. I thought she died. You know, I'm, you know, I wasn't there. I said, well, she left this morning. She is totally healed. I said, we want you to pray for us. This girl had diabetes, this and had that, them nurses. Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing like seeing God perform a miracle. There's nothing like seeing Him. Do, I mean, nothing takes place of the miraculous. Hallelujah. Religion don't, don't, don't stand the class with what I'm talking about. Amen? Praise God. Now listen to them. Look in the 17th verse. Luke 10, 17. And the 70 and them 12, they returned again What with, with joy. They returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devil is subject to us through thy name. Man, they is happy. You know, joy don't express. Listen. The minute you get someone born again, I'm telling you right now, something on the inside of you will go to jumping up and down, bless God. Someone you get healed, someone you get set free. I'm telling you, it's the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. Amen. I knew an old boy one time named Jack Cole, one of the healing revival. He, he didn't know nothing about the Lord, never been to the Lord, but he went to the altar one night in an old tent meeting and they accepted the Lord. Praise God, and the, and the joy of the Lord come on him, and he didn't know nothing. He wasn't religiously trained. All he could say was, hot dog, hot dog, I'm saved. Hot dog, hot dog, I'm saved. Hot dog, hot dog, I'm saved. He went all the way home, walked a mile and a half down at his house, went in and told his mama, Mama, hot dog, hot dog, I'm saved. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Daddy come in, one, said he's drunk again, ain't he? Hold on, knock it. He said, hot dog, daddy, I love you. He just hated his old daddy. Amen. Hot dog, I done got saved. Within the week, his mom and daddy done come to the altar and got saved. He made one of the greatest evangelists of all time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hot dog. Hot dog, I'm saved. Hot dog, folks. I remember when I, got, when I got born again, I'm telling you, I'm so happy I can't, I'm nearly about to jump out of my skin. Praise God. Man, the Spirit of God got on me and I was crying. I ain't cried in 20 years. Man, my clothes was wet. Praise God. See, Christianity ain't trying to get someone to inspire me. Well, I'm, uh, preachers call me all the time. You know what they want? They want me to pump them up. 
inspiring. Kind of like the fellow called me from South Louisiana the other day. Said, well, brother such and such said, you can inspire me. I said, I can, but I don't know if I want to. Amen. How come? Because you get folks pumped up up here and they don't know nothing and they fall right back down. Then you have to pump them up again. People need to understand who God's made them. That you're God's best. That you're God's workmanship. How could you be any better? Hallelujah. You're built for the miraculous. You're built to reveal God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not we trying to hunt some kind of meeting. Amen. Praise God. So, these signs will follow them that believe. My job is to teach you who you are. Your job is to get folks born again, filled with the Holy Ghost and set free. Heal. Now, my job too. I got the same, same job. But then I got to preach too. Amen. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing thrills me more than stopping on the side of the road and picking someone up. Sometimes I just drive through the quarters. See, when I had a grocery store, way over half my business was black folks. All them black folks, especially them old ones, know me. Amen. Geraldine's sitting right there. She used to come in the store. She traded with me. I had a fellow in, in my store named J.T. Manning, black fellow. Every time Geraldine come in, he'd say, Yonder come Jesus. <laughs> Yonder come Jesus. And I thought that was the funniest thing I ever heard. He had good hair, good looking guy. Praise God. He didn't know he was telling the truth. You know who you are? You Jesus with skin on. You are now the body of Christ. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Purpose in your heart to give this stuff away. Say, well, don't you? The Bible said make disciples. Yes. Hallelujah. You tell them about it. Offer to them. But you can't make folks follow you. If they love you, they'll follow you, though. Amen? If you give them something, they'll follow you. You know, he didn't say these signs, uh, 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 th- they're going to know you by miracles and all that. He said, they're going to know you because you love one another. How are you going to know? They love, love will get your eyes open. Love will get your appendix healed. Amen? Amen. Love will get your deformed leg. I was out there in, in a... Georgia, Alabama, out that way. One time a little girl came, her and her grandma, and she's limping. What's wrong with you? She said, uh, her grandma spoke up and said she's had 16 operations on that leg. She said, no, grandmother, I've had 18 operations on that leg. And one of her legs was deformed. She had polio. And I said, well, you know what God's going to do? She said, what? I said, he's fixing to heal you. Say, well, how come you can make that claim? God said do it. See, this ain't trying it. I seen a sign on church the other day. Try Jesus. This ain't no try out. Well, if you don't like him, what do you do then? Throw him back in? Huh? This ain't trying. This is doing. Amen. I laid hands on her. Her leg grew out. I don't know how far. Praise God. Hallelujah. And her leg filled out totally. Here's a little girl. Here's a little girl going to go through life. Here's a pretty little girl, just pretty as a picture. It's deformed that God set free. Do you understand that? God wants the best. Mary's husband, Rex, he's in the back room back there. We was in Cleveland, Ohio. Prayed for a girl and her leg grew out a full five inches. We saw it. 
He'll be out of there. If you don't believe it, ask him. Hallelujah. Miracle, you know you're made for that. You ain't made to be some little do-gooder. Well, I'm trying to be a do-gooder. I'm trying to be a better person. Oh, you need to go somewhere and crawl under the rock. You are better. You're the best he's got. Hallelujah. Father, I bless 